Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. We're going to be talking about, in Luke chapter 12, if you'll turn there, we're going to be talking about the real danger. Verse 6. He says, are not five sparrows sold for two copper coins, and not one of them is forgotten before God? But the very hairs of your head are numbered. Do not fear, therefore, for you are more valuable than many sparrows. Do you see what he did there? He says, if you're going to fear somebody, fear God. But but aren't five sparrows? Okay, so two sparrows could be purchased for one farthing, which is that copper coin he's talking about. One farthing, you can buy two sparrows. But just like Albertsons, if you buy four sparrows, if you buy two farthings, you get an extra one for free. That's how cheap sparrows were. And you talk about a copper coin. Our copper coin's a penny, right? It's the lowest denominator of money that we could, we could use. And that's exactly what he's talking about here. These were very cheap to people. But he's, what he's saying is what's super cheap for, for some bird's nest stew? Your father cares about those sparrows. In Matthew, it says, not one falls from the sky without his notice. He knows them. He loves them. He knows what branches they like to frequent. He knows where they like to fly. He knows their favorite tweet. He knows everything about these sparrows. And he cares about them. But he, he made you in his image and after his likeness. And how much more do you think that he loves you? So much that he has all of the hairs of your head numbered. That doesn't mean he knows how many hairs there are. That means he's numbered every single one of them. And so when you lose on average 75 hairs a week, I think it is, maybe it was the day, I can't remember, I read it. But as you lose those hairs, he's like, there's number 7,425. Oh, there's number four. Well, that, that was number 65. As those hairs fall out of your head, he knows every single one of them and has them all numbered. That's how intimately he cares about you. You have about 120,000 hairs on your head to start with, with your full head of, head, head of hair when you're small. And those, those hairs, you know, for some of us is the daily count as they fall out. But then there's others of us who are more fortunate that we can grow a giant beard on our chin and that beard can hold about 30 to 40,000 hairs. And so we can keep our numbers up. It's a beautiful thing. But I want you to have a good life. And if you want to have a good life, friend, understand how much he loves you and only seek to please him. Only seek to please him. Now, this whole thing is building from a a life of insincerity and fear and leading to hypocrisy as contrasted to a life that's lived in reverence and fear and faith towards God. Well, really, you know, the fear of reverence and more what we're talking about, but not a fear of terror before God because he loves you. And if that's true, then I'm going to be completely surrendered to him, even in the face of death, and many people do. That's, all of his disciples will face that. 
Every single one of his disciples are going to face death. Now, the only one who didn't die was John, who was boiled in oil and, and then somehow survived supernaturally, and so they exiled him to Patmos. But every other one of them, barring Judas, who, who hung himself and betrayed Jesus, every other one of them faced death. And, and throughout history, this has been true for the Christian church. You know, and more, more Christians are dying today than ever in the history of of mankind. More Christians are dying for their faith right now in many countries like Pakistan and Syria and Sudan, and northern Sudan. All across the world, there's countries, Morocco, where they kill Christians, people who convert to Christianity or people who convert others to Christianity. Or maybe just because they're a Christian, they kill them. That's like what they do in Somalia. It's awful. But that's something that Christians have to face, and sometime, someday maybe we will face that. I don't know. I hope not. Pray to God we don't. But it's possible that we will. Verse 8, it says, And also I say to you, whoever confesses me before men, him, the Son of Man, will also confess before the angels of God. But he who denies me before men will be denied before the angels of God. And so the question is, is who's going to die for what they know to be a lie or what they believe to be a lie? Or if they're just lying about who they are and they really don't have a life and they're just faking it till they make it, they don't really have a life that's dedicated to God. Who's going to stand before the firing squad or the stake or, or put their head into a guillotine if, they, if they're just being a fake when it comes to their Christian faith? If you can't stand before man because of fear of man and you try to show yourself to be something that you're not, then, then are we going to deny Christ when that time comes? It's true. Like, you know, People fold like a, a house of cards. They just collapse in, in the face of pressure. So do you see the danger? If I'm, if I'm lying to myself and lying to people and lying to God, kind of just going through the motions of the Christian life, the mask is going to come off when I face persecution. That's just the reality. How many people are in church when all of a sudden it's illegal to be a Christian and, and it's dangerous and you could be killed for worshiping? How many people end up in church or to gather in some secret meeting somewhere? Not a lot. My fear is that when, when, the church, when the church in America comes under persecution, heavy persecution, that, that will probably reduce down to 10%. And hopefully that's not true of this congregation. But only those who know him, confess him, and fear him are going to be able to stand. Reading through Fox's book, Martyr, is amazing. It's, it's kind of a hard read. And I, every Christian I've ever talked to who has actually just sat down and started reading it like, like they read their Bible, just reading straight through, ends up in a kind of a dark place. It's a very hard read. Because you see these men who stand as they, they throw their children first to the, to the lions and then, then their wife all the way saying, oh, you don't have to do this. You don't have to do this. Just deny Christ and we'll let him go. But they know that this life is not the reality that that life is and that denying Christ is not an option. And so they pray for them to stay strong. I remember reading this story just recently of a man who was in prison and his family came to visit him. And he says, don't let me hear that you've denied Christ. I, I, I would rather hear that you were killed for your faith than that you denied the Lord. I couldn't bear that. And that's where our heart needs to be. If we deny the Lord, it's, it's man. And, and here's what's hard. Here's what's hard. As I mentioned before, every person who lives godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. So this is a test that we're going to go through. 
sometime in our life where we're going to face difficulty and the, the temptation's going to be to run away or to put on a mask. And, and he says, don't do it. Now, he follows this logical progression, and I know that reading through this passage, the first time I read through it, I was like, how are these things even related? But he, I'm trying to help you to, to see this progression that he's going through. In verse 10, he says, And anyone who speaks the word against the Son of Man, it will be forgiven him, but those who blaspheme against the Holy Spirit, it will not be forgiven. Okay, how does that relate to what he just said? He said, if you, know, if you confess him before men, he will confess you before the angels. If you deny him, he will deny you. Well, here's the thing is, you, you could, that could happen to you. You know, remember Paul was Saul, and he persecuted the church, and he made many people blaspheme Jesus. Many people denounce their faith in Jesus. And, and, and the, the thing is, even though that's awful, and it's a horrible thing to do, and we should never do that, it's not that there's no forgiveness for that. You know, Peter denied the Lord, remember? We have to understand there's pressures that we don't even understand. I can't imagine being in that situation. But Peter denied the Lord, and, and yet there's still repentance. We can repent of that, can't we? If we deny the Lord, we can repent of it. Not that I recommend it, but he's saying it will be forgiven you. But he says if you blaspheme the Holy Spirit, you'll be lost forever. Now, I, I think every one of us comes across this passage reading in our Bible, and we think, you know, especially as a new Christian, oh no, did I blaspheme the Holy Spirit? You know, I don't know. I remember thinking that the first time I was actually listening to this in audio and I was 18 years old. I'm listening to a tape and it was an audio Bible tape and I was like, have I done that? I'm trying to do an inventory of all my thoughts and all of my words, you know, over the years. And, and the reality is, is if, you, if you're afraid of that you've blasting the Holy Spirit, you haven't. Okay, the, in the, real, the reality is, is what the blasting of the Holy Spirit is when we, when we think about that. It's, when, when the Holy Spirit comes into the world, the Bible says the Holy Spirit comes to testify of Jesus, that he, he is to convict the world of sin, righteousness, and judgment, and to show the things of Jesus to you. And certainly that was the case during the time of Jesus. When Jesus was doing miracles, they, they said, that's not God, that's Satan, even though he was fulfilling Bible prophecy. You're casting out demons by Beelzebub. He says, hey, be careful. If you blaspheme, you speak evil of the Son of Man, it's forgivable. But if you blaspheme the Holy Spirit, it's not forgivable. And, and so what are we talking about when we talk about blasphemy of the Holy Spirit? It's not letting the Spirit down, and you're going to do that. You know, that's why Paul would say, don't grieve the Holy Spirit, don't quench the Holy Spirit. There are going to be times in your life where you quench the Holy Spirit. There's going to be times in your life when you grieve the Holy Spirit. But what blasphemy of the Holy Spirit is a continual resistance of the Holy Spirit. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccmit.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.